Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of Lexicon. Woo! 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 Yeah, you won't be, you won't be saying that in a minute. Uh, uh, well, we'll be discussing Supernova. But first, I am joined by John. Hello. Uh, Gareth. Hello. Kinsey. Hello. And our special guest is Stefan. Hello from Australia at sunup. <laughs> Hello from the future. Yeah, well, actually, I am in your future, and I can tell you that the sun is shining and that the world hasn't been destroyed in the future just yet. Not by a supernova. Well, not by a supernova. Hey, look, you know what? I'll check in with you this afternoon, and I'll let you know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's there's, there's plenty of time in the day yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's very, very true. Uh, I thought I'd give you this... 30 seconds to plug whatever you want to plug. So, where can we find you on this lovely internet of ours? Uh, in, usually, you can find me on Highway to Mars. Uh, and uh, on that, I pretty much just talk about whatever science fiction I pretty much want to talk about. Uh, but uh, with Gareth, we're doing um, the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy everything in the not-too-distant future. So... That's going to be a heck of a challenge. <laughs> yes. Douglas Adams did did give you did give us a fair bit to talk about, and yeah. kept changing the script. That's true. That's very very true. Anyway, uh, let's go into the episode Supernova. Uh, first of all, as I I was right. I. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> yes, you were, weren't you? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did everyone think about it before we actually get into it? I know there are there are certain things. I know you you definitely John want to discuss. Overall, uh, first time I watched it, um, I, I enjoyed it because it felt like the first kind of status quo episode. Uh, we obviously had a lot of setup in the first part, so. I felt like this might give us more of an idea of what the show might be like on a, on a week-to-week basis. Um, but I didn't, didn't, didn't feel it necessarily moved us on any by the end. But uh, I've re-watched it a second time and uh, enjoyed it much more that, that time through. Cool. And Gareth? I found it very interesting. It's a, it does, as John says, it doesn't really move the main story on a bit. It just seems like here's an adventure. Cool. Uh, well, we uh, open uh, with a recap of, of the previous episode. Yeah, that's a question. Was there like about three or four weeks between pilot and second episode? Because it did seem to have a heavy... A what? Inf- a heavy info dump at the start. No, um, I don't know off the top of my head. I'll get that information up for you right now. It's very, as Gareth says, it's very in-depth. It's like a trying to summarise all that stuff that was in episode one, and there was a lot in episode one, so... Yeah, and it seemed like there almost had been the period of time between the pilot and the second episode, so they had to get everybody back up to speed. But the, the ship, I, I found the ship very patronising when it was talking, because it was sounded like one of those ladyboard books you used to get as a kid, you know? It was like, sort of going like, Kai is dead, Kai can't love Zeph. It was like, you know... Like Janet has a ball. It was that sort of a tone, you know. When you hear the tone, turn the page. <laughs> no, 
Sorry, sorry. I was gonna, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, it was the first episode was aired on April eighteenth, and the second episode was aired on April twenty fifth. Mm. Odd. Sorry, I can't see. I interrupted you. I do apologize. He doesn't even remember his name several <laughs> times. Good point. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Actually, you're right. <laughs> um, we but yeah, we have a very very quite an in depth. Uh, discussion, and then the credits said Tim Curry, and I cheered. Yes, I went mean, Tim Curry, and I thought, oh, "Hang on, are we going to just have what, uh, people from Rocky Horror in every episode?" <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> well, we got a, a very clear link there to what they're inspired by. I think. Yeah. Yes. And we open with seven ninety uh, reciting a poem. Yeah, a bit of a Vogon, isn't he? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And we cut to outside and we see a capsule. And that was the point I was like, Oh, so this is gonna be the storyline this episode. Yeah, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say that, yeah. Oh space capsule oh they're gonna get the space capsule on board and it's gonna turn out to be something Oh, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> Obviously something they're setting up for later, I think. I I might be wrong in that. Like on the windscreen kind of a gag, and um, yeah, yeah. keep mentioning hitchhikers, but it felt like when the, uh, the 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 war fleet is swallowed by the small dog, and no one knows. Yes, yeah, or bug. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that's actually the point. <laughs> yes, yeah. and of course, uh, uh, Stan is trying to sleep on the bridge. Why doesn't he have a bed? But anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> Uh, they're trying to find um, Kai's um, homeworld, the original Brunus. Mm. Because the planet that we saw destroyed at the start of the first episode was actually Brunus 2. Yes. And I imagine planets get destroyed a lot in this universe. Yes. <laughs> no spoilers, of course. And they we, they work out it's going to take thousands of it's going to take many, many years to actually find. Um, yeah. How long is this podcast going to run? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that long. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, they're, but they still want to... But it may be a need in the haystack, but Christ, so, uh, to find Kai's home world, but Zev is still wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. And Stanley mentions that um, Kai's got t- about 10 days of blood left. Potential blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so that doesn't seem like a very long number of hours. Yeah. No. Sounds like a plot problem. They need to just be solving fairly quickly unless they want to wipe the character out. Yeah, um, yeah. If, we go, if we go by screen time, he hasn't got that. <laughs> so. oh. And um, then we see... Um, our lovely Jigarata coming back out from the ocean. Mm, which was spoiled for me because the, um, the little thumbnail had yeah. a picture of her. I was like, oh, it's just spoiled that. It was kind of cool to see her back. And has she changed something? Is there something about her that's changed? Or has she always been having that, that sort of eel like creature inside her? Eel like creature? Yeah, the, it, oh, her the tongue. tongue, yeah, her tongue. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, as far as I'm aware, yeah. Just, we don't, we've just never seen it before, I don't think. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't. Spoilers. I don't think she'll be back again. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of wonder at the end of the episode, but uh, I don't know because brains seem to live on quite well in this thing. So who knows? That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Our very next scene. I, I think you want to talk about this, Jonathan, don't you? Is this the pornographic Timothy montage? <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, the shower oh. scene. That's where Channel 5's budget went. Yes! <laughs> that's, that's it, that's the money, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, Shane, is this a podcast or a porncast? Cause, uh, it was like 10 I minutes. I don't know if I signed on board for this. <laughs> yeah, it was like those 10 minutes you used to get on old cable channels before this signal got scrambled. <laughs> yes. I can't quite reconcile what kind of a, an audience would watch this show for that reason. And then, and then, and then, want to hear this podcast? It's um, <laughs> feels like we should, you know, one of us should be topless on the podcast and uh, maybe find a heavy breathing soundtrack or something. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, th- th- this show. I mean, um, we'll, we'll get to another scene later on where there, where there's like a, a song, but um, yeah, the show does seem to be throwing itself in all directions. Yes. Uh, and I know you said it tried to build itself as the anti-Star Trek. Yeah. Um, so perhaps their checklist is almost, what wouldn't Star Trek do? Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember there being full frontal nudity in Star Trek, per se. I mean, uh, there's smutty and bawdy humour in Red Dwarf, but uh, they don't require their actresses to go uh, tits out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing this but cast those, was cast for that those, reason. Yes. The nudity. No, so I'm wondering it, if that was that uh, No, there is there is one uh, one shot where sh- where you see a face mm. at the same time as a chest. Oh, okay. <laughs> we checked. We checked. We want to be thorough, don't we? Yeah. I just want to watch that scene one more time. We we had to check. Yes. So I don't know if that's indicative of the show ongoing, but. Or whether they're just desperately trying to pull in viewers early on with this kind of um, uh, display. But um, it, it sort of feels a bit like the show's trying to have its cake and eat it because th- th- there was obviously uh, early on in science fiction shows the kind of damsel in distress role for women mm-hmm. um, that became cliched and outdated and they, they tried to reinvent shows where women were more positive and in charge of their own destiny. And, and in Lex, we have a woman that was kind of converted into a sex slave, but managed to avoid that. Mm. But at the same time, the actress is still being required to be that on screen. So <laughs> yes. and it's kind Stan- of a bit sort of uh, yeah, cake and eater situation. Mm. And poor Stanley Tweedle gets blackballed. Yes. Well, actually, I thought was no one going to mention that. Well, the Shallowhead was very phallic. Yes, <laughs> I was going to mention it if nobody else did, but yes. But everything in the Lex universe is phallic. Definitely. Yeah. They're flying a backwards penis, aren't they? That's true, they are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... I thought. I, th- I think the shower scene is actually... Uh, I mean, look, creatively, I actually think the shower scene is, is, is... It works on more than one level. And, and the thing that I really like about it is, essentially, if you substitute Stanley for the audience... You can you can tell she's actually talking directly to the audience, and if you put yourself in that position as a teenage boy, you know exactly what she's telling you. Yes. 
Oh, definitely. And, and, and this hails from a time before the internet as well. So, Absolutely. Uh, television channels did used to slip this kind of thing in because you couldn't access it elsewhere. <laughs> yes. And gain audiences from it. I could go down that I could go down that route, but I'm not going to because um, the the podcast I've recently, uh, listened to recently that actually dove into that history, <laughs> and I could be talking about that for hours, so I'm not going to. Well, let's put her top back on and move on, shall we? Later? Yes, I think we should. I think we should. Um, so we cut back to the bridge, and Stan wants to commit suicide. Mm. Why? <laughs> Obviously, he does. He wants. He wants more, but it's like really suicide. It's not really going to do much good for you, is it, really, mate? And you really are just not going to do it. Yeah. He's attention seeking, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Or seven ninety is saying, "Do it, do it, do it." But what I like about these early scenes in this episode is that we do kind of get a sense of what it's like these characters hanging out together. Yeah. And how dysfunctional they are between each other because yeah. of all the desires. That's true. So, yeah. So, uh, <coughs> so uh, when, she, when she kind of ended it with the line, um, go somewhere private and erupt by yourself. Yeah. I, I thought there was a better line they could have used, which was because uh, earlier on he'd been talking about how he can fly the ship with his uh, magic hand. Yeah. And I thought she should have said, go, go, go off and use your magic hand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! And yeah, so they uh, so Stanley convinces Zev to actually kiss him, and guess what? There's no spark. There's no nothing. A zip, Pupkas. The actor playing Stanley is very good at the um, kind of cringy kiss. He's yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sort of lean in here. Yes. <laughs> And that must have been really hard for her to not sort of... It's almost... She's not acting at all. <laughs> she, she's just like, oh, get it up and done with. Yeah. And not break into the after either, because it's yeah, just a kiss. <laughs> well, Stanley's proving that he's not only socially awkward pretty much throughout this episode, but he's uh, he's not the height of confidence either. Yeah, Definitely. And then he slips off the bridge. <laughs> and yeah, no, and he changed his mind. Yeah. He said he doesn't want to die. And they. 790 shouting, do it! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I want to get the finger to yourself. That's not going to leave you in any good position. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so he's convinced. So 790. So no. Zev convinces Stan. In order to save him, they've got actually, uh, they've actually got to look for Brunus after all. Mm. So therefore, they go down to see um, Kai and wake him up. Well, for just, just on that point, just how strong is Zev? Because she just has, she just effortlessly lifts Stan up at yeah. that point. You know, yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's like she's Superman. Yeah, okay, you're done. <laughs> yeah. It sort of makes a, a bit of a mockery of the the whole, you know, the, the the peril that Stan is in because you know when she actually decides, okay, I'll lift you up. It's like, yeah, okay, thanks, Stan. That's the power of the worms inside her, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, so they decide to go down to see Kai. However, someone's got there first. Yes, Tigarata. Indeed. 
and she just tries to, to she wants the quote frozen meat mm-hmm. Iceland <laughs> yes for Australian this sir Iceland is a frozen shop that sells frozen food <laughs> okay <laughs> it was me thinking it's a country but there you go <laughs> And then, um, but uh, she tries to break the machine and uh, doesn't succeed. However, because Kyan, because Zev and Stan get there, and she closes in on uh, Zev, Kai decides at that moment to wake up. Mm. Gary Newman comes back out of the fridge. Exactly. (laughs) And they tie Jigarata up. As if we hadn't had enough sexual imagery already. Although <laughs> just tie somebody up now. Yeah, bondage. Yes. Uh, so you got Jigarati, Jigarata Fleng in the background, and we find out that the mark on his face is actually the, the directions to Brunus. Kind of convenient. So they set course to Brunus. Hmm. Have yeah, involved yeah. in that. Just go yeah, ahead with do. it anyway. Yeah. And what is next is probably my one of my favourite scenes in the entire game of Lex, where they Stanley decides to run the ship, but doesn't run the ship. <laughs> the man's a moron. The man is an idiot. <laughs> the man is a moron. <laughs> <coughs> and you've got. Yeah, so you, you've got 790 literally bouncing across the bridge. That. <laughs> Isn't that when 790 goes uh, off off the edge and into the uh, into the sort of the muck below? No, that's oh, later. That's much later. Oh, that's a little later. Yeah. That's much much later. Right? Yeah, no, no. You've got you've got uh, 790 bouncing across the desk. Then he said he badly needs a seatbelt. Yes. <laughs> Or a body. Yeah. <laughs> and a body. And he says, time to impact, and he's upside down. <laughs> Which is funny. Yes. And you've got Kai just standing there, as you like, while all this madness is going off, just standing there, you know, non about the entire affair. Why well, is a goth, you know, they don't show emotions. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but they let, but they actually then the ship. And they fly through uh, Brunettes. And we find out that they've got some stabilizers up and around. And it's presenting this um, sound from going supernova. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> Once they're on, it's fine. <laughs> yep. And they notice a plot point in the sky. Yes! <laughs> a, blue st- a, um, a blue star. And they then they spot the archive, and they decide to land at the archive. Oh, the big giant head! Yeah, which made me want to sing. Um, he lives in a pineapple under the sea for some bizarre reason at first. <laughs> and while this is going on, Jigarata es- escapes from her bonds. Yes. Yeah, and they approach the archive, and we see a, we see. Oh, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, can't remember if she is named actually. Um, uh, the Guardian, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's soon she's replaced by the Park Man, Tim Curry. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't actually know him from Rocky Horror as, as much as uh, his involvement in Spam a lot, actually. That's kind of where I know him from. Uh, and don't forget Pennywise. And don't forget uh, Clue. Uh, was he, was he yeah, space, uh, space Above and Beyond around this time? Uh, yes, it was, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was. I absolutely love his character the whole way through this episode. Uh, it's definitely the high point for me. Um, it's kind of like the, um, the, the, like, uh, in Hitchhikers when they go to Magrathea and they get this recorded message. It's kind of oh, a bit, yeah, I know. I know it's that. kind of a bit like that, but it's, it's this brilliant idea of this, of this character that got so drunk he, he, he didn't leave the planet on the planet leaving party. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, what do you do when you're the one left behind? And he seems to have sabotaged this hologram yeah. guy. And uh, I just, I just loved the character the whole way through. Yeah. And I, did, I did wonder if, um, if it was written specifically in that way, because Tim Curry wasn't available when the rest of them were recording. <laughs> 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 Although Poet Man's a bit of a shit name, but uh, yeah. it's a great character. Mm. Poet Man. Mm. He looks good in a suit and rhymes like a kid. <laughs> there's, there's, there's one for, for any. Um, TMS fans up there. Yeah. Well, don't forget that Tim Curry was in Earth 2 as well. Yeah. If you want evil Tim Curry science fiction. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll, st- I'll stick with Pennywise, I think. <laughs> yes. Yes, they all float. Yes. The, the greatest evil clone ever. <laughs> Anyway, um, so they get introduced to Tim Curry, aka a- the Poet Man, and um, they, as um, we mentioned, he um, gets you know he, he's only there because he had a few kaboo flowers, <laughs> and you know those kaboo. Once you mention, you go, ooh, ooh. sorry, I, I could quote this. I do, um, stop! Don't quote this. Don't quote this. We're not on quite, shall we? <laughs> no. And, um, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, they go inside, and Jigarata makes her way to the bridge, and, uh, yes, tries to find everybody, but no one's there, apart from 790, of course. Metalhead, leather ass! Why could we put a quote through all this thing, aren't we, really? Um, anyway, uh, they go, anyway, uh, Zev, Stan, and Kai go into the um, sacred co- well, the uh, corridor of decisions is I'm going to describe it as. It's getting very questy now, isn't it? Yeah. Getting... Now, now you're looking for the quest for the Grail. Now you've just <laughs> yeah. got to sidestep to the left, <laughs> walk forward. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare reference for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, we are we are almost as bad as the Red Dwarf intercast, don't we? With all our different tangents. But anyway, we're going on. Um, uh, so yeah, three different doors. Which tangent are you going to choose? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So um, so there's uh, uh, life, um, love, love, history. Was it or something? And the gents. <laughs> yes, I, I think I think you are right. It was I think it was history. Do write them down actually. But anyway, um, but 
uh, Zev decides to go towards the uh, the the one that's marked life. Mm. And then we get what I can I can describe as quite actually quite good um, overlay on top of her. Yeah, and so it looks really good that scene. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kai decides to um, follow her in, as it were. Which leaves Stanley all on his own. Yeah. And meanwhile, Jigarato on board the Lax finds uh, his divine predecessors. Yeah. What a Suchet buffet. <laughs> <laughs> and and he just tries to eat them, but apparently they're too salty. Mm. And they're kind of manipulating her a bit, aren't they? They are. She's not the sharpest tool in the box. No, she's not. <laughs> and then we get something for the ladies. <laughs> oh, yes, the milk-fed milk, milk boys. Just to balance things out, Muller yes. Corner. Like, yeah, he, they convince uh, her to do a bidding because she gets an image of uh, the milk-fed boys. Mm. I was quite disturbed by that scene. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> She's yeah. like a black widow spider, surely. Yeah. Yeah, or something along the lines, yes. Um, which is so, cool. have you guys got a brain count for the number of brains that die in every episode? <laughs> we haven't yet. Actually, I think we need to. <laughs> I, I keep counting them, and they keep on. They keep on. Seem to be regrowing each episode. We saw thousands upon thousands of first episode so in theory they must like slot in behind each other as one gets killed off maybe there's several more rooms all with brains in oh my god please <laughs> no yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be quite in- interesting and I think and yeah so we, after that uh, as I said uh, they convinced her to do her, to do their bidding for him for them, and then we cut back to uh, Stanley, who is still outside. Mm. He's a ditherer. Yes, he just hasn't got the bottom of French balls. Yes, <laughs> that's what we'll find out later. Yep. <laughs> uh, but Parkman makes a reappearance, and. Um, and drags him inside the room. The room of love. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> and as he not learnt anything, you do not follow Rocky, you do not follow, you do not follow <laughs> Tim Curry into a red room. Yes. Has he not seen Rocky Horror? <laughs> Probably not, no. Or, or any Tim Curry movie. Just don't go for a curry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to him uh, convincing that little boy to go into the sewer, as he was as as Pennywise. I'm going to keep referring back to Pennywise because that is one of my favourite um, things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's so Stanley is dragged kicking and screaming into the room. Uh, then we see uh, Kai. No, not Zev. We see Zev. Mm. And uh, yeah, so. On an un- unconvincing green screen set. Well, yes. 
but bluntly, it's not very well conked in. No. Uh, but yeah, so we see um, memories of her past. We get a bit of the backstory, yeah, exactly. Which was kind of cool to see. But they yeah. hadn't actually forgot that, yeah, you were supposed to be bred as a woman, as a wife. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, it's a pretty bleak universe. I mean, there doesn't seem to be any nice roles for anybody in this universe. No. And then, um, um, so she's taken away to be, um, well, she's had the, during the flashback, she's taken away to be married, and then uh, we see a little bit, not much, a little bit of her training. Yeah. Uh, then uh, <coughs> we see Kai, who apparently we... is alive. Oh, with the sound of music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I was, and now you guys have been threatening a musical episode, and so when they start singing, I'm like, oh, so we're here already. We've got the musical episode already. But he's Gary Newman. He doesn't go all electro. He's more like sort of you know Disney kind of soundtrack, doesn't it? Oh, I hope you play this the song at the end of this podcast because it's just <laughs> one of those songs. Oh, just like, because we should learn it and sing it for next week. <laughs> I love you. You love me. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, we should we should definitely try to recover. Don't you? Don't you agree, Gareth? Oh yeah, let's go. Get the together. <laughs> but I have to say, I do love the outfit that Kai is wearing. This is older. This is his first outfit, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the traditional Brun and G outfit. Well, that's him when he's alive, yeah, and the yeah. black is all because he's dead, yeah. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> we find out that he uh, we have a, as a, we have a musical number, and then. Uh, he fades away and fades to grey. Ex- <laughs> in, indeed, and then she and then uh, Zeb disappears herself, and we cut to Stan, who is strapped up. More bondage. Well, you, you, you've missed a bit because he hasn't. He, oh yeah, I have missed him, hasn't he? I I have missed a bit. I have missed a bit. I have missed you. Are you are certainly are right. Um, yet he goes. Stan goes into a room and there's two doors yeah and yeah uh, the gets a light a flash across his face across and, across his genitals and the machine goes male male female male male fe- fe- female 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 and it, then, it, then it explodes he just doesn't cut it enough for the machine to know. Yes! <laughs> oh, come off it. Everybody's had a shrinkage in that moment when you're petrified. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, so the part man says, Yes, I've finally got a female! Well, it makes sense uh, that uh, this character who's been... I mean, we're only, we're only seeing his hologram version that's been left behind, presumably after he's died, so... Yeah. It makes total sense that he would use this equipment to uh, try and live on. Yeah. Unfortunately, stands a male. We think. Yeah, it's fair <laughs> to say I'm, we haven't had anatomical evidence of that. No, we yet. <laughs> not yet. We may do. We may get that in the future. Um, 
so as a, uh, so we so f going forward, we uh, see Stan in the seat. It's all strapped down. Which him could kind of seducing him? Yes. You sort of get several <laughs> versions of that scene from Goldfinger, where uh, Sean Connery is about to be zapped. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure sort of three different like versions. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get a cut. Uh, juxtaposed between that and uh, the scene between Kai and uh, Zev. Zev. Yeah, that, that, that's dropped down as well. Mm. <laughs> what is it with this show and one strap down people, but moving on. <laughs> and we get what looks like a, I want to say a saw type episode. You'll be locked in a room and now you have to escape the big blade that's getting cut you in half. Yeah, we jigsaw, that's jigsaw when you need him. Yes, exactly. They're about to be made into some kind of bizarre futuristic library book, by the looks of it. Yes. Yeah. And so, so we've got, uh, so we've got a, a saw wanting to cut them because um, they want to put the me the memories into the big library of. Uh, Bruno well, I didn't. I didn't feel any threat because we've seen we've seen uh, Kai cut up in episode one and put himself back together. So mm. that was always going to happen when I when I saw that saw coming, really. That's true, but the the, uh, the the music is excellent, though. It does actually ramp up the tension a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and people getting cut up is not generally considered, regardless of the fact you might know he might come back, it's generally not considered to be, you know, a particularly nice thing either way. No. <laughs> so, we've got, so we've got that of Kai being cut up in two, and he actually does get cut up into two pieces. And Damien Hurst was taking notes. Yes, <laughs> and we've got uh, uh, Stan all strapped down with a needle pointing, uh, the needle on the syringe. What's in the syringe? I um, don't know. It's, it's obvious. It's, yes, come it, off it. Well, come yeah, well, that's true. I, I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. It's spooch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yes, and it. Poet, it's poet juice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true um, but yes uh, but at the very last second the machine gets stopped by uh, by Jigarata mm. so she is useful for something yes well, she only needs him for one reason or one reason only and it's not for the reason that uh, she plays up later on yes yeah, Stanley can control the ship yeah he wants. She wants Stanley. She wants Stanley so he can. They can apparently go away together. Um. So, but yes. Um. So, we see Kai uh, get cut up. Um. When he's dated, downloaded onto a CD-ROM. Yep. Futuristic for the time. That's, well, we don't know if it's a CD-ROM. It could be a DVD. <laughs> Either way, still futuristic for the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, but um, Jigarata and Stan at one of the corridors and Jigarata leaves Stan behind. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because she's not up to any anything that's likely to be in any way dangerous to anybody in the vicinity. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, but Stanley breaks in and sees that he is actually just 
she's turning off the stabilizers that control the planet. At this point, people can remember the title of the episode again. Yes. <laughs> oh, you remember that super thing, that supernova? Oh, it's back now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... But by turning off the... Um, uh, the stabilizers, they also cut power. Yeah. So the, the jigsaw death trap. Yeah, so even though they've, they, the, the machine had cut, uh, successfully cut Kyle into two pieces... <laughs> The machine went over to cut Zev into two pieces. Who I was worried about because we've not seen her cut in half before. Yes. However, the, by turning off the stabilizers, it also turned off the machine. And the thing that annoyed me is she only seemed to like panic when the machine was on. It's like, surely when the machine's off, you like try and get out of that situation even more so. Yep. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> And yes. Well, this uh, this comes back to that, you know, moment earlier on where you know she's got super strength that you know she can lift Stanley with you know one hand and you know no effort. But in this situation, all of a sudden, her super strength is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, because it's convenient to the plot. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, we have quite an uncomfortable scene, in my opinion, about um, Jigarati trying to um, uh, sexually arouse Dan. Yeah, is the only way I could describe it. So that's the scene that makes you uncomfortable. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think it's because she's wearing a bodysuit of other people's skin, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with a he- with a uh, with a head. She's like she's like you know touching my breast, and it's kind of like, well, whose body am I touching first? Yeah. Well, the, there is the fact that Jigarotter is probably about as convincing um, at, at, at trying to seduce somebody as Stan is. So yeah, they're kind of <laughs> made for each other in that level. <laughs> That's true. Was it here or later on that he, he punches her straight in the face? It's like, here. Yes. <laughs> it's here. You have balls. Oh, he didn't do anything, but you still have bolts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the, the first... He mentions uh, that he won't leave his friends behind. It's the first time that he's referred to them as that. And yeah. uh, it's a sort of turning point for his cowardly line, isn't it, really? Mm. Oh, definitely. Well, Zev is um, still trying to escape from the um, saw creatures, the, the saw machines, but she's... But she out, so after, after a scene of... Stan turning them off, back on again. Jigarati turning them off again. Turning them on again. That that sort of stuff. She just goes ahead and chops off his hand. Yeah, it's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> right, that's true. It's her tongue, Jeff. Mm. I don't know. Since she's not around much more, we don't get an explanation. Well, well her tongue has teeth, doesn't it? Is yeah, it looked like it, it had teeth. like the teeth, like the um, oh, the Geiger monster from Alien. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, well, yeah, well, we saw that uh, when she was trying to get rid of her bonds as well. Mm. Um, but as, as you said, that she she uh, to cuts off Stanley's hand. How he hasn't how he hasn't bled to death? I have no idea. 
considering the, the amount of arteries that were in your arm. But that's just me. He had super oh, she, was, she, she did a very clean and surgical job with it. Well, okay. That's true. Um, How to hide the fact that I might actually still have her hand all while she was wrapping it up in the big bulk. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Stan, but Stan is still in great pain, and he and he uh, staggers through the uh, <coughs> hallways and finds a uh, library. And enter the I was going to say Deus Machinab. It's not, is it? It's, uh, what would what would you call her if she's not the ghost in the machines? What, oh, you mean the Time Prophet? Yeah, the Time Prophet. What would it be like a Deus Machinab type name with you that? Did? Give it that sort of name. Uh, plot convenience. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's true. That's very, very true. Hello, I'm recording this message now. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> in this well, time in the future. The narrator, isn't it? The one that knows all the future prophecies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me much of um, Bill and Ted in the same way. <laughs> I know the gun's going to be. I know the thing's going to be hard here because I put it there in the future. Yeah. So, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so he, so he basically, he goes through the room, sees a few, um, memories, then he randomly throws one down, uh, he collapses, and the one that he drags with him is, is the one with the time prophet, but again, mm. the time prophet says, you know, to the poor sap who's going to see it, see her. This is a message for Stanley Tweedle. Uh, excuse me, I'm not Stanley Tweedle. <laughs> but I've come to see it, uh, see about this. Well, I don't care about that thing. <laughs> I know that Stanley Tweedle's going to be watching this at this time. Yes. So. And then he gets his goal, staggers off, and yeah. then forgets like the last number goes back and she goes and yes. the last number again. It's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, he hasn't got a pen, you know. <laughs> That's true. And he has just lost his hand. These these prophets are very, very patient, and they will work through all of these inconveniences. Yeah. Are they? I, I know you can't tell us, but obviously they're going to come up again and again when it can be to drag us out of a plot hole. Then, um... So that yeah. the time... And it's, it's not. It's nothing new. We've already seen the time profits anyway, so it's working inside your own law. It's just my worry is that they're going to become the sort of this is how you solve this problem excuse. Mm. The uh, Sonic Screwdriver, if I can use a Doctor Who reference. But I don't think you need to be worried. Uh, but. Uh, that, so Stan finds um, Kai and Zev and the time's running out he yes. comes in on a rope from the ceiling um, because he wants to invent uh, Burungi jumping yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah but time but Jigarata has set the uh, things to uh, to stop stop working and time is running out but Jigarata with Stanley's hand goes aboard the Lax and tries to use it to fly off. But Lax does not listen to her, listen to her, and she screams off in anger. 
and nice. kick 790 off the bridge into the water. <laughs> Goal. Yes. <laughs> um, but Goes down to see the brains. Yeah. Brains said, no, we need the whole body. The, yeah, exactly. So you need to go off again. And as she goes off, they start laughing maniacally. Indeed. Which makes you wonder, you know, did they really plan that she was going to bring back, you know, the whole of Stan, or did they plan that she was going to bring back just his hand? I mean, you know, this is a bit convenient for them. Well, they've got a lot of brains, because they are a lot of brains. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's very, very true. But yeah, they've been manipulated there, because she's she's like a kind of um, primitive level, isn't she, really? And as she flies off, she starts eating the ship. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she's not. She's not particularly. Uh, she's not particularly. You know, what, uh, discerning in her taste in meals, is she? You know, she'll eat just about thing that, that, that goes. Something insects. Yeah. yeah. If it's meat, I eat it. Yeah. And then. Um, um, uh, is it the star next? Hey, is it the star next? The, the blue star? Uh, not, 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 not quite. quite. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that uh, the time has, the time has run out. Uh, so uh, the machine starts up again, but they successfully, but Kai successfully gets himself together. He pulls himself together again as, yep. the, as the mysterious light lights up the map and you find the lost Ark of the Covenant. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Kai and uh, uh, Zev gets out using them uh, of, the, of the thing. And Jigarata it's flying back towards the head. Exactly. Meanwhile, the brains are into in, <laughs> impersonator Stanley and get the ship to take off. Yep. Which they successfully do. Mm. Even though, slightly, even though they have the hand, isn't the hand meant to actually go into the thing? The panel. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. It's kind of close enough, I think. It's sort of it's in the vicinity of, isn't it? Yeah. And then, but as you say, they take the 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 decks takes off. They rush to uh, turn back on the stabilizers, but it's too late. Mm Mhm. So they decide to watch the sunset for the last time. Yep. It's a once in a lifetime experience. Okay. <laughs> and and Jigarato is on on board a moth, and he decides to eat the moth. <laughs> <laughs> the moth decides to land on top of one of the towers, and then sod off. Yeah. And but. Uh, at the very, very last minute, the plot device happens. The guest yes. star. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally, star. Yeah. Yep. Flies in to end the plot. Yep. And rescues, uh, well, at this point, under the uh, orders of the divine predecessors, 
the necklace flying off, but they dis- but they the plot device, the blue star, picks the necklace out and lands the ship. Oh, if I was those guys, I would be like, okay, let's get rid of those divine fetuses because they're not going to do us any good being there. <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly what they won't do then. <laughs> yeah. Why they didn't just turf them in the beginning, I don't know. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. They haven't really explored the ship fully yet because they've been too busy looking at the shower. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, but. Um, uh, the Daxans sh- and they, uh, due to the due to the blue star, and yeah, a lot of uh, dialogue happens, and then Kai decides to um, want Kai wants to stay behind, but Zev convinces him otherwise. Yeah, I kind of felt he was sulking a bit there. It was kind of like, yeah, you should be happy because the supernova didn't kill everybody. Yeah, but I guess because he's still dying, he's just kind of like, oh well, you know. Yeah, so he decides to go back into suspended animation. Yeah. I think to, I think to myself, so how many days have we wasted so far? Because we're told ten days, but is that ten Earth days, ten episodes? What's going on timeline? <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some really wonderful. Yeah, I, stuff going on. I was about to say, I, I wouldn't panic on it, you know, Doctor Who manages to get around these things, I'm sure Kai will find a way. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I said, but Kai wants to stay behind, but Zev convinced him otherwise, and you um, go out and says, give me a show, so they give her a show, and, and she, she died. And she, and she dies in the flame of glory. Fried meat. Yes. Pretty much, it's pretty much uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator 2, by the way she dies. Oh, yeah. And if we never see her again, good riddance. She was getting on my nerves by the end of this. <coughs> Just I, don't the, think, uh, I don't think I don't, don't think we can see her again. How can we see her again? Yeah, She's been fried. Bit. Well, you better run a sci-fi universe, you know what I mean? Well, that's true. <coughs> I mean, you guys, you guys know the answer, and you can't tell us anyway because we're because we're the new guys. We can't be spoiled, so you know. But um, yeah, pick them up earlier on in the timeline. Oh, look, this is how. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Anyway, they get back aboard uh, the Rax. Well, just just on the point of the supernova, is that a girl star and a boy star coming together, and they make supernovas? Is that how that worked? <laughs> I was going to breath breath it, is she? But yes. <laughs> when a girl star and a boy star love each other very much. Well, they've yeah. been threatening mating of some description all episodes, so I suppose they had to deliver at some point. That's well, true. a big back. Or as Tim Curry would say, boom. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so um, Kai goes back to sleep again into yep. suspended animation yep. after convincing saying well the rest of my days I wouldn't mind spending with you indeed and uh, and of course Kai res- rescues 790 from the soup yeah and he gets and it's and uh, Stan gets his hand reattached hmm well <laughs> he gets two left hands didn't quite make sense has they got someone else's left hand 
Oh, quite clearly. Yeah. It looked like Kai's to me. <laughs> it's his hand falling off in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. And we are at the end of the episode. We are indeed. Yes. And they say, let's go and find another home. Indeed. Which is like, let's go and find episode three. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Or, indeed. Or it's like saying, second star to the right and straight on until, until morning. Yeah. <laughs> indeed. Retros. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, any other notes, questions, etc.? Uh, there was there was one minor bit where um, uh, a line that uh, Jim Carter said was uh, "cross my stomachs" rather than "cross my heart." Yes, <laughs> she has got heart. But <laughs> I thought, how, how many stomachs has she got? Is it like is she is she got two or three in her anatomy, and that's why she eats so much meat? Or is she talking about one she's collected from other people at this point? <laughs> Or maybe she's like a cow, you know. Cows have got four stomachs, so. <laughs> yes, I never really described Jigarachi as a cow before, but anyway. <laughs> oh, she's fried beef burgers now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fried horse meat. <laughs> so we described Jigarachi as a cow and now a horse. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, if anyone's got no, no more notes, we'll take a uh, break, and we'll be back in a minute. They're here, aren't they? Mr. Mulder, they've been here for a long, long time. If you're an X-Files fan, please tune in to the X-Files Truth podcast at xfilestruth.com. Look us up on Facebook X-Files Truth Podcast and find us on iTunes. Just search for XFT and scroll down to podcasts. Email the show at xfilestruth at live.com You think this is about Mulder? It's about the truth, John. What truth? You got it all right in front of you. It's all in the X-Files. And welcome back. And we'll go to ratings uh, first. And Stefan, out of ten, if you don't mind, my friend. Out of ten. Um, yeah, look, the characters don't really solve their own problems in this, so I've got to mark it down on that. Um, but for uh, excessive use of phallic symbols, you've got to mark it up. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it around a seven. Okay, uh, Gareth? Uh, I hate to agree with my friend over there, but the seven, yeah, seven unnecessarily, uh, unnecessarily phallic shower heads. <laughs> I'm determined to carry over the pointless rating system. <laughs> I don't blame you, I don't blame you, I don't blame you. Uh, Gareth? You just asked me. Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't just asked you, I apologise. John, even sorry. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I'll give it an eight, um, and and at least six of that is for Tim Curry, I think, <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who yeah carries the episode for me. Um, the, the, it's great to see the characters having their first adventure, really, but it doesn't sort of go far enough. It kind of to, to get a ten or anything like that. It doesn't doesn't, doesn't really go the distance. Okay, um, and uh, Kinsey. Yeah, actually, I even remember. 
Amazing. Oh, okay. Oh. Controversial. Then it falls to me. Uh, when I originally watched this, I really enjoyed it. However, for me, it does fall a bit flat now. I have to be honest with you. Um, but so I'm going to have to give this. And I probably have to give this about a five, I think. So, um, on to quotes. And Stefan, have you got a quote? No, I didn't know I was collecting quotes, so I didn't grab one. That's absolutely no problem. No problem at all, my friend. Uh, Gareth. Unfortunately, I didn't get a quote this time. I wanted to, I wanted to do the poem that uh, Robot said, but I can't even remember enough to even start. Okay, uh, John. This is going to go well. I'm going to go for my favourite of, of, of Tim Curry's lines, and I've, I've written one down. And uh, <clears throat> one of his sarcastic comebacks, and he just says, uh, "Nature, oh please, pound nails into my head, but don't ask me to frolic in the wilderness kissing a duck." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Tim Curry is just totally full of the whole thing. Uh, Kinsey? Poet mate, and Kai just says, <clears throat> and asks, and Kai says, a poet, perhaps. Besides being this time where we really saw Kai's sense of humor. It's very droll and very dry. And I'm going to have to stick with the old faithful. This man is an idiot. <laughs> this man is a moron. <laughs> uh, we don't have any uh, feedback for this episode because I was a com- because my computer's dying unfortunately and I wasn't able to get the episode up in time uh, but if you do want to leave us feedback it's always you can uh, email us at the laxintrocast at gmail.com that's the laxintrocast at gmail.com that's lex with two x's and not greater than the less than signs indeed you mean to say that the time profit's not been in touch Something like that, yes. Um, so we've uh, so we've got um, the next episode, and the next episode is called Eating Pattern. Little Jiggeroff is back. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, it's going to be something like um, some sort of worm. I reckon it's going to be some sort of worm that sort of eats the carrot. You know, it's going to come up to them and try to eat them, and they're going to escape and something like that. Then, yeah. And a John? Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. No, I've, I've no idea. This is, I think this is going to be a really hard show to second guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Jigarata would have been my first thought with that, mm. with those words. But he just got fried. So, um, I well, I, it, they get they go to a new planet, and obviously it's uh, a planet with some strange culinary experiences, and they all have an adventure. And yeah. Kai wakes up in the fridge and finds a packet of uh, oven chips down there at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> he probably slowly a defrosting with him. Finds a pot noodle and refuses to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll... Uh, but we'll and there's at least two minutes of breasts. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to find out where the Channel 5 budget went next episode. <laughs> and will we have another guest star from Rocky Horror? We will not. 
Yeah, who's left out of Rocky Horror? Meat, meat, meatloaf will be there because he's the That's new That's it. <laughs> meatloaf sick. Food. <laughs> yeah, but we'll find that out. Ne- we'll find that out next time uh, when we come back, and um, hopefully, I can get this episode out on time. Uh, we'll be recording again on the twenty fifth of. No, we won't. That's a lie. The first, isn't it? Thank you. We'll be recording the first of November. My goodness, how where, where has the time gone? And yeah, so uh, hopefully I can. Hey, time. It's all circular. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but everything true. that happened before is happening again. You, you're telling me I've had, I did, I'm gonna have to buy a new PC again. Um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so you've already uh, recorded the episode, so you don't have to record. Yeah, that's true. Well, my X key still isn't working, so that's not that. Yeah, get a new keyboard. Um, but um, <laughs> we'll be back, as I said, uh, on the recording again on the first of November. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everyone can join us for the it. Uh, so say goodbye, everyone. Ow! Before I go, I want, I want to thank Stefan for joining us, and want to play your stuff again. Not a problem. And do you want to plug your stuff again? Uh, to Highway to Mars, just in case anybody forgot. <laughs> Great. Brilliant. 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 And uh, say goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.